Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman Beyond. And wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I'll see Batman and Beyond. <laughs> Greetings, cool boy, Blackout Nation, what, what? and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a cool Blackout podcast. <laughs> I'm Blackout Ballard. Ooh, I like it. And I'm Ink Steve. Ooh, Steve is the I main host. Yeah, the main host, Ink, Ink Steve. I liked host. Ink. I, I I liked it. I liked her. Yeah. Well, th- I just want to say, you know, it was great being on last week, Steve, and uh, and thank you again for having me on this week. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Anytime you want to do this for free, I'm here for you. I buddy. love, I love being here for Batman and Beyond, yeah. and I love me. I love watching me some Batman Beyond. I can't, I can't get rid of you. And I'm not paying you. You can't quit me. Uh-huh. You can't quit me. No, I no. can't quit you. I can't quit you. Well, let's just get into the episode tonight. Tonight's episode is Blackout, directed by Dan Reba. <gasps> it's so nice to hear these names again. Written by <laughs> Robert Goodman. This episode came out on January 30th, 1999, and this week's villain is Ink. Delicious Ink. Derek Powers, right? Yeah, I guess Derek. So here's the fucking thing. I mean, am I going to say every single week, this week's villain is Derek Powers again, and Ink, you know? Like, well, is that how much I don't think is Derek Powers in this? I don't think so. No. I think there's episodes where it's like random shit's going on, but then there's gonna be episodes where Derek Powers is around and, you know, doing doing his Derek Powers his, shit. Yeah, trying to fucking fuck over Bruce and. You know, I gotta say. You like Derek Powers? I don't. I feel like they're pushing it a little too hard, and. Uh, that, that he's a bad okay. guy. I'm kind of a contrarian at, at times, yeah. and this might be one of those contrarian You're feeling moments bad where I'm like. Him? No, I don't feel bad for him. I just don't even enjoy. I just don't even enjoy the character at all. It feels. Oh, he's okay. so he's too evil. Like how would no, he it's ever? No, he's too evil. I just he's like annoying. He's mm. more like annoying. He's like, he's like a housefly. Like it's like when he's on screen, I'm like, oh, just get off, just get off the screen. I want to see him. Stop it. As uh, the radioactive man. As Blythe. Radioactive man. As Blythe. Does he have powers? Oh, I thought you meant like I thought you meant Simpsons. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Radioactive man, <laughs> up in atom. I forget if he has like superpowers. Watch out, radioactive man! The Earth is exploding again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that what Bart said? Something like that. You would have the role as what I would be saying to you right now if you were just an inch taller or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> And then they see Martin. They're like, "That boy's perfect. He has everything." <laughs> oh, but he didn't come here to read. Oh, it wouldn't be fair to the rest of the children. <laughs> Such a classic. All right, where are we? Um, week's villain is Ink. Wikipedia says Terry, having just started to work for Bruce Wayne, faces off against Ink, 
a notorious shape-shifting mercenary who is sabotaging Fox Tekka, a company formed by Lucius Fox's son. That's it. Mm. Surprisingly, Steve, we get sometimes way too much information in the Wikipedia says, and then sometimes we get like... Nothing. Nothing. And this is one of those ones where they left out something pretty big. So this episode actually won an Annie Award. Uh, Adam Van Wick actually won the Annie Award in the category of Outstanding Individual Achievement for Storyboarding in an Animated Television Production for this episode, Blackout. So, Batman Beyond, we are watching their Emmy Award-winning episode. Wow. You don't say. Is it their only Emmy Award-winning episode? I don't know. Is it Emmy or Annie? I think it said Annie. Oh, Annie. Annie, did they win any Emmys? Did this show win anything? I don't know. Let me check. Is this, is this show good? Yeah, it's good. I need someone. I need someone to tell me it's good by a, fuck, with awards. Fuck awards. If it, does, if it doesn't have awards, how am I supposed to know it's good? Oh my god. Did it win any Emmys? Two Emmys for Batman Beyond bring studio total. This was a press release back in two thousand one. It says it was nominated for four, two of which it won in 2001 for Outstanding Special Class Animated Program and Outstanding Music Direction and Composition. Holy shit, that's cool. Wow, nice to know that it actually did win two uh, daytime Emmys Who in the end. Who cares? Fuck. Well, we'll eventually find out which episodes those are probably attached to because I don't think you can just enter an entire season of animated program or music direction i think you actually have to be always very specific to one particular episode so we will get there we'll probably find out which episodes those are later but tonight's episode one and annie yay so ink is very similar to clayface obviously she is not exactly the same but very similar in the sense that huh. liquid uh could go anywhere it can be cut in half and still reform right can it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be just one body of of liquid it can be several bodies of liquid but ink seemed to have more skill sets than clayface clayface See, always seemed to be struggling to even survive Ink is bouncing around, fighting and handling herself, and she's a merc, so she obviously knows how to be how to be doing all this shit. She's been doing it forever. I never, so I didn't put that connection when I was watching it to Clayface, because I, because I, I guess the way I think of Clayface is is more someone that's like an impersonator. Like Clayface always um, tragedy would try and look like somebody. You know, he would be somebody else or whatnot, but not. Like this ink was just more like a flowing goo. Uh, it looked like yeah. it was much more like um, liquid metal almost. It reminded me of like, I guess, I don't even know what it reminded me of. Like maybe Terminator or something or some sort of other, mm-hmm. something like that where it was real um, flowing. I thought it was cool. T-1000 for sure. Yeah, T-1000, absolutely. Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just kind of, yeah, kind of like that fantasy style of, uh, of you know, uh, the shadow moving right because uh-huh. that's what it looked at first like it was just, i didn't realize it was supposed to be um 
ink or something to that extent, like a liquid flowing like that. Like I thought at first uh, ink was a shadow and there were some moments where the shadow was kind of like going directly into the spotlight. And I was kind of like, Oh, this is just way too obvious. Like caress the edge of the shadow, at least, you know, something. And I thought to myself, Jendi, Jendi Tartofsky or however you say his name, he would have, you know, thought that through and actually been a little bit more practical, but it was still a, a cool visual. And I understood as a baby show, like I'm like, okay, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be able to do the shadow like that. They're going to want the kids to understand. But ink, it ended up being ink, it ended up being much more of a, a, you know, a large, thick fluid. And I thought that was really cool. What's up with the green face uh, firefighter chick? I don't Did know. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I am colorblind, so I don't pick up on color issues as much. Oh, yeah. So there's a green face firefighting chick that's up in, like, the firefighting blimp or whatever. Yeah, these probably just I couldn't tell if it was... No, I, yeah, maybe. I couldn't tell if it was like a green visor because she's wearing a suit or if it actually was like aliens exist or something or me, or humans or more meta humans exist. I don't know. Like, you know, people are experimenting with. So do you think that the uh, ink can change her look besides what she looked like as a female? Like, do you think that she's or that that's her, her look and then she could turn into this like goo that can go inside systems and blow them up and also become sharp and whatnot? I do not think that she has that skill set that Clayface does. Yeah, I think that's where the the similarities end. In that, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, I I don't know if, if Ink returns. But um, I th- Ink I, I think is literally just that weird black kind of body that can form into any other uh, puddle liquid form i i thought it was interesting because uh, i made a note of those sculptures that are in powers room and i was like they look really similar to the uh to ink or you know before they named ink i was like to the black goo and then oh it, so you didn't remember that that ink was hiding in that no, room no i don't remember those that was hiding the furniture no, no, or whatever no i did not remember yeah, that detail I thought that was a funny. I thought detail. that was cool. Yeah, I like that because at first, yeah, I, I, yeah, you, you notice it because it's the color scheme similar, right? And the, and the shading is similar. And then one of them is up close to the camera, and it looks almost like a body laying on the floor. But then, yeah, it's actually is ink. Um, it, it is interesting how it, the the character of ink moves, and it, and ink, even though it is similar to T one thousand, did not feel like it was biting off of that at all mm-hmm. like at all felt very original and, and it was a lot of fun to watch um the other thing i thought was interesting is that we get nelson back and and nelson's oh, yeah. back because nelson's playing future lacrosse you know like we were talking about last episode like about spider-man and yeah. i feel like this has similarities again with that but this this time them using spider-man's tropes of being in high school like you know how uh, I forget the character, but you know there was the jock that always like fucked with uh, Peter Flash Parker. Flash, you know that, that's like what Nelson is in this series. You know he's yeah. a repeat character where he's like always being a jerk and was like the cool guy basically. Oh, for sure. And uh, you know I, I, they probably had fun up having that part of it being like let's throw the high school edge to it because I remember there being a few episodes where it was like you know there's a dance or you know there's a drug episode and that sort of stuff where they couldn't really do that wait wait in this? uh huh uh huh like you know they wait is Terry in high school or in college? high school I think Oh really? I kind of assumed. I guess he was in college, college but but I guess I'm wrong because his dad had a really strong hold over him for being in college. No, I'm pretty so, sure yeah, it was high school. high school. Yeah. Holy shit, Terry's way too young. I feel like for 
having his how internship. Terry's actually being pl- yeah, like it, no, for how he's being played. He's being played way older, I feel like, than high school. I'm pretty sure. Let me, I, I mean, let me look it up, I guess, to see if, if they have information on he, that. I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Wow, I didn't think about that. I didn't realize Terry's supposed to be in high school. That feels that feels wrong. I mean, it feels like it th- that they they did that wrong. Not that you're wrong. That 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 should not have been the way they did that. Um, did you notice that the future lacrosse scene, everything's bathed in that purple blackness that's very similar to the ink color? Uh-huh. I, oh yeah, I want to talk about the future lacrosse or whatever this. Uh, you know, I thought it was like what's that Harry Potter uh, sport? Oh, uh, Quidditch, Quidditch or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was kind of yeah. like a mix of Quidditch and hockey. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was an interesting idea. You know, I was I was sad that I didn't see um, Nelson spitting in anyone's mouth while playing Future Lacrosse, <laughs> though. I thought that was kind of fucked up that he didn't do that because I'm really looking forward to that in every episode now. Um, you know what I want to say, though, because we did, we did get a moment of it, uh, is that uh, Ink finally gave us her form, like her human form, right? Her human form feels like, to me, like the art direction is off. That it doesn't feel in the vein of everyone else in the in in the in the frame, which is usually just Derek Powers, but um, or anyone else in the episode, and even the way the women are drawn usually in a Batman episode, which is very similar to how they're still drawn in Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um, they don't look like her. She's she looks very different. She looks almost more like a, a more wild moderny curvier the face especially of a, of a dc uh a, a dcau character but does not fit in this universe for me so i thought it was so odd hmm. i was off-putting she was she didn't look right and then i kind of wanted her to be sexier looking and she wasn't then because of that because uh, Bruce Tim's always doing the sexiest bitches, baby. Well, I th- you know, honestly, I don't think Bruce Tim is very much involved on this series at all. I think that I know, but I mean, he's he's helping them get the sexy bitches in there. And <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not. You know, like most of the credits are, are Paul Dini and Alan Bernandez. I think they were the showrunners and whatnot. I think Bruce Tim might have just been there to help. You know, on, Bruce Tim is that classic uh, Ben Affleck joke with Matt Damon, and, and Bruce Tim's like, "Yeah, put my name on it too." <laughs> Right, <laughs> put my name on that too. Right, I made it. The um, but this, I thought this but was the, a pretty but, but harsh wait, battle, on, though. To fi- finish my point, but when Ink is in, you know, the form when she has no face, it's just the white dot uh-huh. as the giant face. That fits perfectly in universe for me, and is awesome. And I think that character design, that art direction, is fantastic. I thought the way they showed how strong she was is pretty intense. Like she'd like picked up Terry and was like threw him and was using him to like tear through machines that's yeah she was pretty formidable opponent opponent and the other thing about her as, a, as an opponent or as a, a a villain or a rogue um is even how she gets to the back cave so effortlessly like I was like holy fucking shit this person makes sense to be able to do it and then I like that episode three that the back cave is already breached uh-huh. You know, like they're like they're like yeah, Terry fucks up. And did she realize that that was Bruce Wayne? I guess she didn't, cause like no, or she that's why he him. throws the great he throws the great ghost um, uh, mask <laughs> on still, because of that. Uh-huh. I but felt yeah, like, but you know what's nice? That's set up. Okay, for speak, okay, so earlier we talked about what, coming back to the Batcave, and you were like, it's so nice to see the Batcave again. Uh-huh. But this episode, 
you're constantly seeing like Easter eggs in the background, right? Oh, it's not just like it's not just like here's the suits of the Bat Family. It's like oh yeah, here's here's you know the Scarface or oh here's like you know the the, the Freeze Gun um, from Mr. Freeze. Oh oh here's you know the giant coin. Uh, here's the here's the dinosaur. You know all these. I like how things he's are made it a museum. You know it's like oh the, it, well it always was right. It's always been that way. Uh, That's not new, but to I this know, show, just like it, it did evolve though. And then it's like, oh, here's the Grey Ghost costume, which is crazy because you know what that means. It means Bruce then went and got the Grey Ghost costume from whatever his face when he dies. Mm-hmm. So that dude died. Bruce went and got the costume. Bruce puts it up and that's like because that's that is one of the only new additions into the cave, the Batcave, since Batman Beyond started. We have I mean, everything else is practically like, oh yeah, we've we know that. So we've do you seen think that. that Nightwing's dead and uh, that's why he has the suit, or do you think that uh... I don't know? It's interesting that he has nobody around, right? Mm-hmm. But like Barbara Bar- Gordon, they we introduced know, her at the end. Of, well, they, they yeah. introduced at the end, but he has her suit, so maybe it's the same sort of thing. Nightwing's moved maybe, on, but. I mean, they're, they're they're like okay. So earlier, as we were talking about with the Easter eggs, how it was so smart that they're able to set up all these Easter eggs in the Batcave, and then they all pay off at the end, right? Uh-huh. Like with the Great Ghost costume set up in the beginning, and then it's the mask he uses at the end to fight Ink, right? Well, the same thing could be said for the Bat Family, right? We get Barbara Gordon, and she seems hesitant that Bruce is even going to be with Terry in the first place. And it's very brief, but she seems a little hesitant for a moment. Uh-huh. And so it is interesting to think, like, yeah, what the fuck happened with the Bat Family? There has to be a reason. That the Bat family has disbanded, and we know that they can. And we see with Barbara why her reason she disbanded. She moved on to be commissioner to take over her dad's role, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. But has everyone disbanded for the same reasons? Probably not, because not everyone can be commissioner. Not everyone had a father that was a police commissioner. So. Um, I think they're definitely setting up something when it comes to these characters, and I have no idea. I think you made a good point uh, a few episodes ago when you talked about why does Bruce have Nightwing's costume? Why does he have Nightwing's costume? Because why wouldn't Nightwing hold on to his costume? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe maybe there is something you said there. I don't. I I I know that I'm. I have been told that there are spoilers in Batman Return of the Joker, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming there's probably lots of answers in that movie. I think it goes back and forth between like the animated series and the movie does. Yeah, I think so. Like it tells a story. The timeline. Uh-huh, it tells a story between those times, um, if I recall. Oh, okay. I saw it very stoned, so I don't really remember it that well. But so um, fun, so cool, um, so cool. But on this episode, I liked it. I I thought that it was, I thought it was interesting how it's he, still Terry's learning. Like it's it hasn't like jumped into like he's just a badass yep. and he's like you know he, he's still like you know giving away the location of the of the base you know the back, the cave, back yeah. cave and he's yep. uh, getting well, he's his also ass kicked. Yeah, but he's also learning because he's actually driving the Batmobile, right, mm-hmm. for the first time. Like, he's actually able to – he was gliding around uh, Gotham in the uh, last episode and, and just fighting, just learning the suit in that way. But now he's literally flying the Batmobile, and he's even being told, like, just put your fucking Batmo- uh, your just put your bat suit hand in, in, in into the control area and the suit takes over and the suit flies the fucking plane. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's so cool. And that's the other part about it too, right? This Batmobile flies. Like, everything kind of flies because everything's kind of like it's those the future, spinners. And, and, 
Yeah, it's the spinners from uh, uh, Blade Runner, right? <laughs> it's just the idea that everything's a flying car now. I, I love, by the way, in Blade Runner, they call them spinners. I have a little spinner right here. Hang on, let me show you. Is your door Han Solo? Oh yeah, that's the bathroom door, yeah. Is it actually 3D or is it just a picture? You'll have to come over and check it, baby. No, just, uh, uh, just tell me. Uh, it's 3D. It's so heavy. It's so hard to move that door around. So I don't believe it. Like, well, I mean, it could be like plastic. Uh, it could still be plastic. No, uh, it's real. It's real carbon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. It, it's actually Han Solo mm -hmm. in there. It's cool. Mm -hmm. I'll give it to Jala later. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so... Ink infiltrates the Batcave, like we talked about, right? Because she's, like, tr tracking, you know, uh -huh. Terry. She's watching Terry get into the Batmobile. It gets a little heavy. She's like, she's, like, hopping in the Batmobile herself or whatnot, right? And then she gets into the Batcave. And then not only does she get into the Batcave, but then she gets into Terry. I know. That was intense. What was she that trying was to do? Intense. Was she trying to, like, tear him at, from the inside out? Like, was she going to, like, blow him up or something? I I... I or fuck him. I don't think I so. No, that's not how you, that's not how it works. What? You don't go in through the mouth. What are you, about? you don't you do not have sex with <laughs> with a goo that goes inside to your stomach. Like I don't know. At least I know. I, I, I maybe I don't know how You're it works. You're not watching the right kind of porn. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. But you need some hentai. You need some hentai porn or the, something. Um but yeah, what was she trying to... I think she was going to try to explode him or something. Like, was that her last resort? Like, I'm just going to fucking choke you to yeah. death or something? I don't know. It's interesting. It, it, it definitely felt fucked up. I was like, holy shit, this is really intense. Like, this is a pretty intense scene right here. I thought it was really well done. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really, 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 really well yeah. done. Um, Me too. And then the fight scene even... I, I also thought the fight choreography for Ink's character was very uh you know ambitious because i'm sure it was not easy at this time to do kind of like this kind of 2d you know animation of liquid at this extent but at the same time it felt like organized and choreographed like it's they they did the same thing with the bike race uh the motorcycle chase in the first episode i they, i think they do such a good job of kind of setting up the environment and and showing you the rules to these sequences, these fights, right? And then letting them play out, and Didn't then having the characters this, do better. Um, one for storyboarding. It did. Well, that's that's yeah. why and it looks so, it looks so good. <laughs> oh, that, but it, I know, but that's why it's. That's, but like uh, that's like it's it's so it's so well done. It really so is so well you're done. You're pointing out, you know, why that the it got that Annie Award. Yeah, yeah it's good. I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess essentially. I think also the way Ink kind of like fights so violently and so sharp. She's so sharp. She's so like soft and liquidy. But I think it's all kind of terrifying. But I really was just like blown away that like Terry had to essentially puke her up. Yeah, that was gross. Like that's fucking wild. Like I did not think that well, that was going was to be in the show. What I was confused was that like she's going inside of him and she gets hit with the hose. Why does that affect the stuff that's inside? You know, like I thought like it didn't make sense how that really worked. Like why'd she react that way? But you know, it was, Bat it was intense. Batman knew. Uh, yeah. Batman knew, but Batman knew what to do. Um, I like the throwback when they bring the Mr. Freeze Ray. Like that's definitely way, way to, um, 
stop this type of person. Type. Yeah, but it's also a really violent way to stop her because you think yeah, about broken it, she broke pieces. and shattered it. And then they just kept her in different ice cubes. And then literally it's like, hey, Barbara, if I recommend putting her on ice. <laughs> you know, like, oh, shit, that's fucked up. You mean keeping her broken apart? And like well, I mean, come violently on. Violently separated? I think she's a bad person. Bad people deserve their... She's a mercenary. She's just getting paid to do this. If you paid her to be good, she'd be good. She's you don't need to be paid, paid to, be to be good. Yes. Yeah, you get paid to be good, then you can be good. Mm -mm. Otherwise, you pay to be bad, you'd be bad, baby. And then you should also be cut up into pieces and frozen. Well, um, speaking of uh, this episode, did you notice that in the police station, the, the, the Jokers are getting arrested? Like, gang are, are, are still being processed from the last time? Oh, you think that? I thought it was just like another time. Like they were just like. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I thought oh, they no, were just getting was... fucked with. I just think the judicial system sucks in the future, and you probably have like no rights. Like just, just like yeah. for days. This this is like weeks later. Oh, I did confirm that that he's high school. He's a high school student. Oh, he's high school. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. He's like a freshman. <laughs> he's he's like a sophomore or something. No way. He, he's a freshman or a sophomore. I think so. Yeah, or whatever it is. Oh, I think Jesus by the Christ. end of the series, he's supposed to like graduate high school. So there's like two or three seasons. Wow, all right. Well, this is going to be following through high school, I guess. Terry. Terry's high school journey Serialized. as Batman. Mm -hmm. It's a very different take then, if you think about it, right? I mean, like, even more so. Like, I didn't realize it was that intense of a take. Because you've had always had old old dude Batman. You've had, essentially, high school Dick, but he wasn't the focus. He wasn't Batman. You, it was you've the had background. college Dick, but still not. Yeah, it's the he background. Aged in you've the had, background. You have little boy Tim, right? But he's just a little kid. You've got, you know, high school Barbara and college Barbara. But again, they're not like the main Was focus. Was Tim homeschooled or This is what? the main focus. What happened? What happened with Tim? Alfred happened to Tim. I think we all know happened to Whoa. Tim. It's been very sad. Whoa. It's very sad. You, say, you think Alfred homeschooled him? Alfred and Frog, do you remember that bathtub experience? That wasn't you okay. You mean that he gave him a bath that the kid hadn't had for like probably did years? Alfred, did Alfred need to give him that bath? And by the way, also did Alfred need to do it with his shirt off? <sighs> okay. Alfred could have done it fully clothed. There's no reason for Alfred to start getting All right. We naked. don't need to go down this road. So anyways, we're back here in the uh, police department here, Gotham Police Department, and we have our introduction, our first appearance of Barbara Gordon since... Batman mystery. So, of the how Batwoman. old do you think Barbara Gordon is? Because she was twenty young in Batman. Twenty-five. You think she's twenty-five in Batman Beyond? Yeah, like what? I think that she's like. Oh, I guess she's commissioner, and she has all gray yeah. hair. I'm guessing like. Oh you know, yeah, you're right. Thirty, maybe thirty. I'm guessing you know like she's in her fifties. I guess fifties or sixties. So that makes no way. That fifties. Really? No way. That's way too. No way. She's definitely not in her fifties. Really? For sure. She's definitely not in her fifties. She's twenty-one. No way. I I just looked it up. She's twenty-one. No. Lies. Oh, it says she. It says she's in her mid-sixties in twenty forty-two. Ah, so I said I was close. I said fifties or sixties. You, you said she was like in her thirties. Oh my god. All right. I'm done. I'm hanging up. But by the way, don't you think it's cool that we got our first appearance of her since literally like the last movie that came out not long ago? It was very, I was very excited. I actually teared up a little bit. Who's the voice? Is it the was, same voice or is it a new voice? Well, they actually, yeah, they, they got a new actress and it doesn't really matter who she is. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter. No one cares. Sorry. 
Sorry, I don't care. Um, okay, but uh, uh, what did you give this episode, Steve? I gave this one four out of five. Same, same Z's. Four out of five. High five. Click. High five. Yeah, I thought it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought the character Ink was awesome, and I think it was very obvious they they left Ink to come back. Now, unless you tell me Ink doesn't return like you did with Mr. Fix, I, don't remember. I would assume Ink returns. I have to assume Ink returns. I can look it up. Yeah, I mean, don't maybe tell me what episode Ink returns in, but I would. I definitely have to assume Ink returns. Guess what? Guess what? 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 Ink returns. Yes! Nice! Okay, cool. Don't tell me. Don't tell me any more of like, spoilers. I think a lot of episodes. Oh, really? No, not a lot of episodes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Derek Powers is probably more prolific. Let, let, me look up. let me look up Derek Powers. Well, you're saying he was like a serial character, right? A serial it would, murderer. It would be funny if I was wrong, right? Yeah, it's just that was it. <laughs> the character's over. I've never seen him again. <laughs> No, it looks like he's being set up. But the way Blackout Hat uses the character of Derek Powers, it's like, okay, this is a major character. By the way, he's also radioactive, and he starts peeling in front of people, and he's like, oh, you probably shouldn't hang out around me when I'm in this state. Holy shit, that's so scary. He's like just making I know. cancer. He's, he's, just, he's going around making cancer. I think maybe he's just a villain for the first season. Oh, okay. And then they kill him. Mm -hmm. I like that Terry kills no regrets right no regrets alrighty well so cool great bat stuff Steve great blackout stuff Steve cool blackout boy nation tune in next week same cool blackout time same cool blackout channel cool boy bat nation be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of blackout or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batman and beyond coolboys at gmail.com new episodes come out every tuesday thank you for listening stay cool cool blackout boy nation until next time it's blackout byzies from blackout ballard and it's byzies from ink steve so cool batman and beyond oh yeah Batman and beyond. Oh yeah!